it's CJ, and here's the guy that inspires every left-handed pickleball player everywhere to switch to right-handed. It's Chris Allen. Thank you, CJ, and welcome to the show dedicated to helping you play better pickleball. My name is Chris Allen, joining you today from Asheville, North Carolina. Hey, let's welcome in the hardest working person in pickleball. She's in Arizona, but last week she was over in Michigan. I wanted to check in with her and find out how that went. It is from pickleballtournaments.com, Melissa McCurley. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Chris. Glad to be here. Looked like you were having such a great time up in Michigan. I watched Rocket Grubs little video tour. I love that he does those video tours whenever he's at a, a big event and uh, he goes all around and, and you feel like you're there with his little narration behind the scenes. Looked like a great time uh, up with Jim and Yvonne Hackenberg. How was it? Yeah, well, you know, they always do a fantastic job there. This year, they they were first time a regional tournament was the Great Lakes Regional Tournament for USAPA. So they had 470 players inside an ice hockey rink on 14 courts. There was some great talent on both the men's and women's side. Yeah, the talent level in Michigan is quite high and... uh, I got to say now the talent level in North Carolina just took a major, major upgrade. And uh, those are our special guests today. First of all, that the North Carolina talent level was already pretty high. Thanks to this gentleman. Uh, he is from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Marcus Luke. Hey, Marcus. Hey, Chris, you're too kind, uh, but I appreciate you saying that. Well, I ha- well, no, I'm not at all, man. You uh, <laughs> you, and uh, and you're passing on the tradition, too. I had the pleasure last year playing uh, playing some games against your, your son, Kane. And, uh, man, he's, uh, he's he, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You've certainly taught him well. Yeah. Uh, ironically, me and him are going up to Virginia tomorrow to play in the Virginia Commonwealth Games. It'll be the first tournament we played as a team, so I'm looking very forward to that oh nice i'm sure you guys will do great i had to bring you on board because i couldn't be the only north carolina person here to welcome these two i had to get somebody with much higher uh player credentials than i have because uh we have two of pickleball's best players joining us today on the show and joining us here in north carolina they just they probably haven't even unpacked their boxes yet but they did take a few minutes out of their day to join us today it is corinne carr and Raphael Siebenschein. Yes, you said it right (laughs) (laughs) how are you doing today a good thing Thanks for having us. Well, glad to have you here on the show and glad to have you in North Carolina. And on behalf of everybody officially, welcome to North Carolina. Yeah, welcome to North Carolina. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to have so much more pickleball and good pickleball. Now tell us what, uh, what brought you guys to North Carolina in the first place. My job brought us here. I will be a finance professor at Campbell University. We should, yeah, I should point out you are Dr. Carr. Is that correct? I am. Although I was Dr. Carr and now I'm Dr. Siebenshine. Dr. Siebenshine. Gotcha. So it's going to be a mouthful for all the students. <laughs> How did you discover pickleball? Uh, so the club that I joined to play tennis, they had pickleball court. Somebody talked me into trying pickleball. I enjoyed it, but when I went to my first tournament, I became completely hooked. 
when I met everyone at actually the Great Lakes Regional Tournament. <laughs> that was my first tournament. Okay, so I, the one we were just talking about, the one that Melissa yeah, just got Yeah, the one you were just talking from. about. Yeah. Um, I fell in love. This is the most amazing game I've ever played. And then you actually wound up meeting your, I guess at that point, uh, boyfriend and became husband uh, uh, who was yeah. on the line with us as well. And that would be you, Raph. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. So it's a pickleball love story. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys met as a result of pickleball? Yes. Yeah, we met. Well, when we, uh, I think, really started hanging out, actually, I was playing with Simone at Nationals a few years ago. So Simone and I wanted to practice in Grand Rapids, and she brought along Corinne, and that's when we met. How long have you been married? Just over a year. Okay. So not long enough yet to give advice to other married couples about how to get along. Uh, I have advice. <laughs> <laughs> I think, what do you think, Marcus? I mean, maybe like three to five years, you know. You yeah, can start- you got to have a three-year minimum before <laughs> you can start throwing advice out there. Yeah. But I'll still, I'll still listen. I, I would love to hear what okay. she had to say. But we'll take it with a grain of salt or, or a, a grain of rice or something like that, I guess, since, uh, since you just uh, are recently married. But what, what, go ahead and give us your advice, Corinne. Don't give your significant other advice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, especially in a tournament, I think that's just a horrible idea. And coming from golf, especially in golf, when you go out on a tournament day, you play with the game that you have that day. I feel like there's not a whole lot of fixing things. That so. is good advice. All right. I, I withdraw my uh, grain of salt. Uh, well, I, I think we could take that across the board. I, I'll use that in every match. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's really easy to coach your partner when if you just, you know, look at yourself, there's a lot to be corrected without having to throw out any kind of advice. But I agree. Well, what we're going to do here, we got a brand new uh, contraption called the paddle wheel. I took a paddle, I uh, mounted, it, mounted it to a wheel and you spin the wheel and it lands on a variety of different topics here and we're going to give the wheel a spin and uh, we're just going to go off the top of our heads here and see where it lands and I'll give you some of the categories here. Uh, King for a day, on-court tip, off-court tip, would you rather, um, equipment review, shopping cart, pet peeve, Franken-Pickler. Let's spin the wheel and see where it comes up. Once again, he's got way too much time on his hands. Oh, I do. Yeah, when I'm not boiling pickleballs trying to deaden them, I'm uh, <laughs> creating these inventions here. Frankenpickler. Uh, Frankenpickler. That's that's where you, uh, if you were Dr. Frankenstein and you could make the perfect pickleball oh, nice. uh, person, it's like, well, I'd take, you know, Sarah's, you know, short game and I'd take Matthew Blom's serve. That's where you put them together to make your perfect, you know, Frankenstein monster. But we're going to see... We're going to spin the wheel here and see where it comes up. And it is, would you rather? All right, this is where you have to choose between two different things here. And uh, let's let's uh, open today's would you rather question. And it is, would you rather win gold at nationals one year and then not be on the podium for the next four years? Or would you rather win silver at nationals for five years straight. So would you rather you know win it all and then you're off the podium for the next four years or would you rather be in it for five years in a row but never get totally over the finish line, over to the top? What do you think, Raph? What would you rather? 
Uh, I'm not sure I would still play the fifth year if I came in second every year. <laughs> You'd be like the, the Buffalo I mean, Bills a, in the 90s a, uh, going to the Super Bowl four straight times and not uh, just not being able to pull that victory out. Uh, it's tough to say, but I think it would definitely be frustrating to come in second five years in a row. So I, I think I'm over the gold. What about you, Corinne? I would take silver. I'd rather be in the hunt every year than win one and that's kind of it. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I mean, and it's no, there's no wrong answer. It's just uh, kind of like if you were a singer, would you rather have like a, you know, a number one hit one year or would you rather have, you know, a top 20 hit for like, you know, five years in a row? Kind of that same thing. What about you, Marcus? What would you rather? You want to have gold and then you're off the podium for the next four years, but at least you won that gold? Or would you rather just be in it and get that silver for five years in a row? Definitely would rather be in it for five years in a row. And hopefully after the, that fifth year, like Ralph said, I'll uh, still be around and play some more. Maybe still have a shot somewhere down the road. So like if you had to make a deal with the devil, you'd rather is like, I'll take the, the silver for five as opposed to the gold. And then I'm off the podium for four years. Some people think I already made the deal with the devil getting those two <laughs> into North Carolina. So I mean, <laughs> so I'm, I'm ready to roll now. We got. I was telling Chris, I don't want to get off subject, but I told him it was like winning the NBA lottery across the state there's such a buzz that we've got two of the top players moving in it's, it's been fun just people calling are they in yet have they moved in yet oh, do you really? know when they're getting here and i'm like you know and then i think you're playing with sarah in a tournament that we're having next weekend everybody yeah. saw that so they knew you were getting closer and to daniel. being <laughs> yeah yeah and daniel that's right so we are excited actually yeah, my wife Jennifer has just walked in here. So and... I can't hear anybody, but I heard the question, and I'm taking the five silvers and making a charm bracelet on it. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. It's all about the bling for Jennifer. She's into the jewelry, and she loves, she's a silver girl. <laughs> hey, Melissa, what about you? Which would you rather have? You want to have a gold, and then uh, you're off the podium for the next four years, or would you take the five? Five silvers. What's a podium? <laughs> <laughs> I think I must have had a delay on my phone. Um, yeah, I, I'm. Listen, you could ask me. I would take bronze for five years. <laughs> you, so but you, that's an easy one for me to answer. All right, let's spin the wheel again. Let's give it another spin. Here we no, are playing. We are playing paddle wheel today. Let's see where it ends up. And it is on court tip. Talking to like a, you know, a three, five, four, oh player. What is the one thing, one tip that uh, you think would be most beneficial to them? We'll start with you, Raph. What do you think? Well, just generally speaking, I think the biggest issue that I've seen is that everybody just loves to uh, play matches and play games. People don't really like to just practice. You know, we've had this issue before where I've told people, you know, you don't really get much better from just playing games. You know, you don't practice a specific shot. So I usually tell people, get just one player that's similar in strength to you and uh, just practice. Practice your weaknesses, practice your weakest shot and uh, improve those outside of a game if if you're missing a shot right it could be five minutes until you see that same shot again whereas you know when you're drilling you miss a shot you can just take that shot over and over again until you get it down lock in that muscle memory yep gotcha exactly. corinne what do you think uh so at that level i see a lot more fast game rather than dinking so i'd say definitely work on slowing down the game which I realize I think it's a lot harder when you have maybe one team that's trying to 
slow things down and dink, but the other team's hitting hard, but you can still work on it. Sometimes you, you just have to tell yourself, nope, if I want to advance, I need to go ahead right. and, and bite the bullet and uh, and develop that soft game, take some pace off the ball. And only then will I be able to move up into Marcus Luke territory. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hop, skip, and a jump. That's no problem at all getting to that spot. <laughs> what would you say, Marcus? What kind of advice, if they were to ask you, what's uh, what do you find yourself saying maybe over and over again to that level of player? Yeah, I try to get that level of player to uh, play within themselves. Um, patience. We use a term APG, um, above your pay grade, trying shots that you don't have in your bag of tricks. But <laughs> yeah. it looks great if you hit it, but you hit one out of 10. The problem with players is they go home, sit around the dinner table, and they remember that one glorious shot that was a passing shot but they don't remember the nine they dumped in the net. So I just really try to emphasize patience, hit one more ball. Eventually the people across the net are going to be more apt to make a mistake if you just play within yourself, which I need to listen and practice what I preach because I try way too many guys that are above my pay grade. But But that level, patience, just stay within yourself. And I think you got a, a better chance of winning more points. That is great advice. Melissa, you see uh, so many players. Do you see something that you, maybe a, a commonality in a 3-5, a 4-0 player uh, that they're either doing or not doing that they should be? But the biggest thing that always sticks out to me is people being too rushed, if you will, uh, to move up to another level. They don't spend the time in the skill level at, for the appropriate amount of time to develop the skills that they need before they advance. And so my advice to people would be spend the time, develop the skills at that level. It'll make the next level that much more enjoyable. That's good advice. You just moved, didn't you? On Friday, you moved from West Virginia down here to North Carolina. Is that correct, Corinne? That's correct. Still got boxes and all this stuff probably you haven't even unloaded yet or unpacked yet? Uh, We're mostly unpacked. We had company yesterday, so I made a big effort to clean up. (laughs) (laughs) That helps. That's very motivating when you know you got people coming over. Couldn't thank you enough, though, for, again, making time for us today uh, in in the middle of the move and everything. And we were just, uh, everybody is is so excited to have you here. And we're all looking forward to getting out on the courts with you. And uh, you're just going to find that the the pickleball scene here in North Carolina is just great from uh, the Wilmington, Leland area. Uh, You got uh, the Leland. And pickleball crew over there, uh, John and Jen Ludwig, great players like Jesse Simon. You got Richard Holloman over there, just a great group of people. Come on in. You've got you know the Raleigh area, Joe Borelli, and and all those folks there. You head over to the Triad. You got Marcus Luke leading things there, and you get over into Charlotte, and you got Bob Nybarger and the great group of folks over there, John Stevens uh, and the rest of them. You got Rodney Allman over there, and you come over all the way to the mountains here, and you've got. Uh, just an awesome group of people here led by national singles and doubles champion Paul Coletta. It's an embarrassment of riches and we just got richer. Thanks to the two of you guys coming here and we're going to look forward to uh, having you on the show again and also sharing the court with you. So thank you again for making time for us. Thank you. I'm excited to play with everyone. Raph, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having us. Marcus, Luke, I know that you are headed up to Virginia, you said, with your son Kane. So best of luck in that tournament. We'll keep tabs on you and see how it goes, but I'm sure it's going to go well. So have a great time. Hey, I appreciate it. And thanks for having me on today. And of course, if you are running a pickleball tournament, do not think of making a move without 
using pickleballtournaments.com to make that tournament run smoothly. Melissa, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Chris. Enjoy it as always and really enjoyed the guest today. A lot of fun. Yeah, they certainly were. Pickleball people are the best. Hey, what'd you think of what we talked about today? Well, I'd love to hear from you. Mail at pickleballshow.com. Use that to send me an email anytime you like. Head over to iTunes if you get a chance. Hit that subscribe button. That means you'll never miss an episode of the Pickleball Show. And if you feel it's appropriate, go ahead and leave us one of those five-star reviews, which boosts us up in the rankings and makes it a lot easier for pickleball people around the world to find this show. We certainly appreciate your support and joining us every week. And we look forward to talking with you soon. I'm Chris Allen. This is the Pickleball Show. And until next week, keep them low. Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free.